Welcome back to the Be Free program where you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Hi, I'm Lueda Roshke. Don Kennedy's here with me. And we're talking about the plot and the anointing. We just finished talking about the plot. Let's dive into the anointing uh, that um, happens here with Jesus. And we're in Matthew now, Matthew 26. And we are starting in verse 6. And this is right after they are plotting to uh, to kill Jesus. Uh, the, the chief priest and uh, high priest, the religious leaders. Now when Jesus came back to Bethany and was in the house of Simon the leper, a woman came up to him with an alabaster flask of very precious perfume. And she poured it on his head as he reclined at the table. <clears throat> she and the New King James says, a woman came to him having an alabaster flask of very costly, fragrant oil, and she poured it on his head as he sat at the table. And when the disciples saw it, they were indignant, saying, for what purpose is all this waste? They called waste her anointing him. It was okay for them to have waste, but not, yeah. But not mm-hmm. anybody else. <laughs> right. For this perfume might have been sold for a large sum of money and given to the poor. But Jesus, fully aware of this, said to them, Why do you bother the woman? She has done a noble, praiseworthy, and beautiful thing to me. For you always have the poor among you, but you will not always have me. He's telling them again, I'm going to have to die. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. In pouring this perfume on my body, she has done something to prepare me for my burial. Hmm. She was preparing him for his burial. Now think about that. Think about that. I was thinking about when they prepared the the virgins for marriage, they bathed them and... and uh, Made them smell good, and you know they soaked them in oils and different things, so they'd have a, a good aroma. And mm-hmm. and he was becoming. A, I mean, he he's not really the bride; we're the bride, but he was being prepared like a bride mm-hmm. or a groom mm-hmm. for his bride. Right, right. And something else to remember: Do you remember the ladies, Donna? Here I am skipping ahead, but we'll go back after Jesus was died, and they put him in the tomb, and they roll the stone up there. They, the women, are going to anoint his body. Mm-hmm. Sure did. He wasn't there. Mm-mm. He had to be anointed beforehand. That's right. <laughs> he That's had right. to be I hadn't anointed. I thought about that. Mm-hmm. Beforehand. Mm-hmm. And this lady, this is... Uh, they name her as Mary um, of Bethany. Of right? Bethany. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so she goes, there, there, he has come to, their, to the house of Simon Peter and Mary of Bethany. Can you imagine he's sitting there? This is a, the house of Simon the leper. It was healed. Mm-hmm. They're sitting there. They're, 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 they have dinner. And she comes and she begins to pour this oil, this very costly, fragrant, lavish 
expensive oil on Jesus. And it offended some people. Mm-hmm. It especially offended Judas because he was stealing mm-hmm. from the, the offering. The treasury. The yeah. treasury. Mm-hmm. And they did not understand what she was doing. She, I'm sure, didn't understand what she was doing. She was doing it because she loved him. Mm-hmm. I believe she had no clue. She just had to do something to express her worship and her thankfulness for all that Jesus had done and meant to her. She had to have some expression of worship to pour on Jesus. And she did it with something that cost her. It was costly. It cost her something. Sometimes worship and obedience and relationship and following Christ cost you something mm-hmm. uh, in different ways. It does cost you. It's just in different ways and different arenas. But I love this beautiful picture. Just imagine. Just imagine they're there. They're reclining at the table. Um, they probably finished supper. And isn't it kind of significant uh, that they were in the leper's house even though he was healed? That's probably a place that the Pharisees would not mm-hmm. want to go. Mm-hmm. So it was a place that was kind of off li- limits mm-hmm. to religion right. at that moment. Yeah. And it was only open to, to Jesus and those who loved him. Exactly. And what a beautiful thing that happens. She, moved by the Holy Spirit, moved by her love for Christ, does something totally, didn't even make sense. Mm-hmm. Something that was going to be a spectacle. Mm-hmm. She, she worshipped him. She did not care what anybody said, what anybody thought. She was not doing what we were talking about in the first half of the program, mm-hmm. where people love the praise and mm-hmm. the credit they had with man rather than and being a man pleaser rather than with God, that man please, pleasing God. She didn't care. She said, I'm gonna worship him and and I'm you know, I'm kind of an all out worshiper. Mm-hmm. I'm I mean I have to worship with all of my heart and being and I just have to just let it come out. And Sometimes it's a little much for some people. (laughs) But when I stop and I think about how good he's been to me, Mm -hmm. how faithful, how kind, his loving kindness, his mercy, his long, long suffering and patience, how he went after me, Mm -hmm. he pursued me, how he and still does. It still does. How he set me free and changed my whole family line. Your destiny. Lineage, mm-hmm. My destiny from what the enemy had planned and all the assignments of alcoholism and divorce and abuse and victimization and all these things. And I think about that. I can't do just a little hallelujah. Mm-hmm. I can't do just a little praise you, Jesus. Because if it had not been the Lord. I don't know where me and my family would be. And so this woman, or if you'd even still have a family, family Mm -hmm. or still even be alive, who Mm -hmm. knows? The enemy almost took my mother out, but Mm -hmm. thankfully he intervened, God intervened and uh, changed her. Praise God. But I, this woman is a, she's a, a symbol. She's a lesson 
for what God would have us to do. This woman lavishly poured the oil out of the alabaster <clears throat> oil that was very costly, fragrant perfume out upon Jesus, anointing him for his burial because there was not going to be a, they would not be able mm -hmm. to anoint him when because when the women came on resurrection morning, the stone was already rolled away. The angel said, "Who are you looking for? He's not here. He has risen." They were not. They were going to anoint him, mm -hmm. and you know, you anoint him. Do you do that after they die? After they die. But Jesus and this this woman was prompted by the Holy Spirit to pour the anointing oil on Jesus, and and they were talking bad about her. The mm -hmm. other people there, and she said, he said. This woman, what she has done, is going to be a memorial. This woman has anointed me for my burial. Can you can you just take a second and and picture being in that room mm -hmm. and smelling the aroma mm -hmm. of the perfume? I mean, you just recently broke a bottle of perfume, yeah, right? And, right. And 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 it smelled good, but mm -hmm. and it was, but it didn't linger very long. But this is oil, so I imagine it lingered right. way longer than our uh, alcohol based perfumes right. today right? right and so i can just i don't know sometimes i just have to stop and think about exactly. a moment like that yeah and go wow i bet that was it permeated the room and our it, worship can do right that. right right it permeated it permeated the atmosphere right i bet it made everybody in the room yeah everybody take note, took note. <laughs> because see we're to carry the fragrant aroma of christ mm -hmm, wherever mm -hmm. we go and this woman is an example of all-out worship, costly, expensive worship, mm -hmm. and anointing. I believe the Father. <laughs> yes. And the anointing, I believe, comes and saturates us when we worship that, that presence of God. And... They said this perfume might have been sold for a large sum of money and the money given to the poor, but Jesus, to the poor, fully aware of this, said to them, why do you bother the woman? Listen, don't bother someone who's worshiping extravagantly. Just get in on your own. Mm -hmm. For she has done a noble, praiseworthy, and beautiful thing to me. She... For you always have the poor, he said, but you will not always have me. And she'll know? be remembered. She will be remembered. Mm -hmm. Truly, I tell you, wherever this good news, the gospel is preached in the whole world, what this woman has done will be told also in memory of her. Mm -mm -mm. She anointed him for what was coming. She poured out love. She poured out worship. Even what, I can just see her as she is anointing him and rubbing his feet and just pouring the oil and just rubbing. And I believe that there was, she was just pouring out her thankfulness. Mm -hmm. And it pouring was her, her best. Love. It was God's best for mm -hmm. him. It was, mm -hmm. it's what's in heaven already for him, the best. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. I mean, he was used to the best right. in heaven and, and God sent the best for him then. To prepare yes. him. Yes. And we can do the same thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, have you ever been in a worship? Oh, I know you have. <laughs> <laughs> been no. in a worship service <laughs> when 
you can almost taste the presence of God. Mm-hmm. I will, at one time, and this was, I'd never had it happen to me like this before. I was actually at a worship service where Daryl Evans, several years ago, was leading worship. And he started singing, I believe it was, You Are Good, Jesus, You Are Good. And I literally had a sweet taste <laughs> just overtake me. And just in my mouth, I was like, hmm. And I kept saying, Lord, you just taste so good. Mm -hmm. But see, the Bible says, taste and see that the Lord is good. He has a table, a banquet spread before us. But I literally had the taste of such sweetness that I I can't even explain. And I know that sounds crazy, but it happened. Mm -hmm. But just whenever, whenever we began to express our worship to him like that, there is an anointing that I believe permeates the rest of the room mm-hmm. that others can, can take, get can on partake and, partake in. Mm-hmm. and that will encourage others mm-hmm. to worship like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I mean, this woman was the only one worshiping like that, mm-hmm. but Jesus noticed it. Jesus mm-hmm. took note. He knew what was happening. He was receiving her love. He was receiving her worship and her thankfulness and, and her heart. And defending her, too, and for doing it. her. <laughs> and he knew what she did not know, mm-hmm. that he was not going to be able to be anointed after, after he died mm-hmm. because he was going to be raised He wasn't going to the be dead. there, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was already going to be alive again. Mm-hmm. So she did something beautiful and amazing for him. Ooh, I, I can't hardly get away from that. That is awesome. Praise God. See, in my notes in my Bible, it says Jesus was anointed by the Spirit for ministry. Now, by this, what she did, she is anointed with costly oil for his burial. Jesus was fully human, fully man. I believe fully God, fully God, fully God and fully man. Mm-hmm. I believe that she ministered to him, to, you know, that humanity too, that you know that he needed that refreshing. Mm-hmm. He 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 needed that the strength of that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I just maybe well, I'm wrong. Yeah, that's because, just me. I mean that's how we are, right? Mm-hmm. I mean I need I need that refreshing from God. I need that acknowledgement from God that that He loves me, even though I know He does. Mm-hmm. Even though I know when I'm on the right path, and then but I still need that extra measure. Sometimes right. when things are hard and he was fixing to go to a very hard place. Mm-hmm. And so he needed that extra measure right. of love of love, and yeah. confirmation. Yeah. And then in, and, and the, anointing. The anointing to do. Because mm-hmm. sometimes we have to do hard things. I mean, let's just stop a minute. I have had some difficult things required of me at different times in life. Mm-hmm. Uh, in family situations and dealing with things. Even in ministry, I've had to do some hard things that my flesh did not want to do. But the anointing is there to do it when you've been given a directive by God. Mm-hmm. The equipping, the anointing, and to he obey. He wouldn't tell you if he didn't, didn't if, if he, he didn't make away. Mm-hmm. And obedience is better than sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And Jesus is about to do the ultimate hard thing. And I'm trying not to go into more, get get ahead of myself for the next few weeks, but we're going to talk about some things and we're going to look in depth in some things. And I believe it, uh, by the power of the Holy Spirit and the Word, it is going to give us a, a, a fresh depth or an even fresh revelation into what Jesus went through mm-hmm. uh, and for us. 
But he did the ultimate hard thing. Mm -hmm. He made the ultimate sacrifice and carried the sin of the entire world. Yeah, because last time I checked, we haven't been hung on the cross and right. crucified and beaten. And yeah. <laughs> and the cup of the fury mm -hmm. that's poured out on I'm sin. so grateful and I we're didn't gonna have to receive gonna, God's fury. Yes, we're going to talk about the Father's cup mm -hmm. and Jesus' cup as we go on uh, for the next few weeks. And uh, I believe it's, I mean, it's been opening my eyes. Wow. It's been opening my eyes. And I believe it is yours too. And it will yours too. But in the, we're talking about, you know, early in the program, in the first half, we talked about the plot of Caiaphas and the religious leaders uh, to kill and destroy Jesus. And now we're talking about the anointing uh, and the sacrifice this woman made. And in the notes in my Bible, it says, Sacrifice for the sake of Jesus will have perpetual influence. It is still being talked about mm -hmm. today. Perpetual. We're talking about it right mm -hmm. now. This woman's lavish, expressive thankfulness, gratefulness, worship, praise, love, all out, sold out, committed, not caring what anybody else said or thought. As they looked at her, she had eyes only for Jesus and what she had come to do. And she, she came to anoint him. perpetual influence. Yeah. She, she had perpetual yeah. influence. Wow. And she, <laughs> she, you know, she had to have brought the, the uh, alabaster flax, flask with her. She was determined. She was prepared. She was prepared. She was determined. She was committed. I am going to see this through. I'm going to anoint him with this costly, expensive oil. And I'm going to worship him. But what she did not know, because it was just about her and Jesus, eyes only for him, her and mm -hmm. Jesus. What she did not know is that she was doing what had to be done because it wouldn't be able to be done after Jesus died because he was going to be risen. She was anointing him for his burial. Sometimes, Don, we do things. Sometimes it's costly, expensive things. And all we know is that we've got a word from God. Mm -hmm. And we know that we've got to do whatever it is. And we may not see or know on this earth, on this side of glory, why mm -hmm. and what it's done. But this woman's act of obedience and worship and responding to the prompting of the Holy Spirit and spending, I mean, she is taking something which cost her a lot of money. And she is pouring it out just pours it out on him and others are looking at it as waste mm -hmm. god looked at it as extravagant worship mm -hmm. extravagant obedience abundance. we don't know yeah abundance abundance mm -hmm. uh and we don't know sometimes why god is directing us to do a certain thing but Whenever we get to heaven, we're going to know. We don't know how much it's going to influence because it is that one act of worship and that one flask of fragrant, costly oil. We are still talking about it now, mm -hmm. over 2,000 years later. Which and is she, abundance also, isn't which, it? Yeah, right. <laughs> Look yeah. what it did. Look what it keeps it did. going and going yeah, and going. Yeah, exponential. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's speaking to me right now mm -hmm. that I, I am an extravagant worshiper. I worship with all my heart, mm -hmm. but I want to do more. I want to do more. I mean, that stirs me up to worship more like that, to oh, no hole, holes barred, no boundaries, mm -hmm. uh, no limitations. Just worship him. 
you know, just have that that intimate relationship with him and just worship him because it changes the atmosphere just like the perfumed oil changed the atmosphere with the fragrance. It changed the atmosphere and it did something for Jesus in behalf of Jesus that she didn't even know she was doing, but it spoke to the whole room. And of course, those that were being prompted and motivated by greed didn't like mm -hmm. it because it could have been sold, quotation marks, and given to the poor. That's not what that's not, wanted, that wasn't really their Judas intention. Judas wanted to steal it. But isn't it also encouraging that whatever you're doing right now for God, whatever sacrifices you're making right now for God, whatever God asks you to do and you're obedient to it, it has perpetual influence. Yeah. Whatever time yes. you spend preparing, mm -hmm. it's, whatever yeah. time you spend ministering to his people, and we all do in some way. Yeah. Whether you're under the title of ministry or not, when you're in right. your job and you're sharing the love of God and you're putting yourself in hard places sometimes mm -hmm. when it's not popular, mm -hmm. but you're like, Lord, I got to talk to that person. I got to yeah. share Jesus with them, even though it's not comfortable right now right. in my workplace or in the grocery store or wherever. But it's going to have perpetual influence because not only are you going to influence that person, but if you if you influence them for God and you love them, then they go love somebody else or their family. You don't know how far down it goes. Mm -hmm. You don't know how long it goes on in their generations, in their in their family line. That's exactly so right. So have perpetual influence. That's right. <laughs> that's, that's what we want. And it, no matter what the cost is, mm -hmm. be obedient and do what God is telling you to do. But even if people are going to reject you and mm -hmm. talk about you and misunderstand you, I have been misunderstood many times. Mm-hmm. Many times, and I've been talked about. <laughs> I used to think. Many times, I used to think. Are there words coming out of my mouth? Because, <laughs> I mean, that's not even what I said or yeah. what I meant or <laughs> didn't. Come. How did that get right. construed that way? <laughs> well, and not only that, I'm talking about in my worship. Well, I know, I'm, and, and yeah. in my walk with the Lord, mm. people misunderstood what I was doing. You know, but it's right. like. No, I was, you know, mm -hmm. but that's okay. That's okay. It doesn't matter. We're mm -hmm. not living for the approval and praise and credit with man like we talked about in the first half of the program where we talked about the plot. It doesn't matter. Now we're talking about the anointing because mm -hmm. the anointing comes in that intimate, sweet, mm -hmm. satisfying companionship and relationship with the Lord and obedience. And, and, it, and it makes an impact. It influences. Oh, my, we're almost done again. <laughs> wow. But we did, we talked about earlier the plot talked about the anointing and listen please stay with us over the next several weeks as we go through as we walk through the chapters and the and what happened uh and the different things leading up to the cross and the, the death burial and the resurrection of christ because God is something doing something new in Easter's my heart coming Easter is coming Easter is coming resurrections coming. yes and uh, and I am so excited that I get to minister on Easter sunrise mm -hmm. service at the Coming Sculpture Coming King Sculpture Prayer Garden at 520 Benson Drive with that huge 77.7 foot empty 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 Corten steel cross because Jesus is no longer on that cross. Hallelujah, Hallelujah! Listen, uh, if you've never accepted Christ as your Savior, say, Lord, come into my life, forgive me of my sins. I confess my sins. I turn to you, Jesus, with all my heart. Be the Lord of my life. Change me. I'm yours, and you are mine. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, or if you need prayer for anything else, call our prayer line at 866-241-0579. 866-241-0579. And uh, we, we have anointed, trained prayer ministers that will pray with you and send you out some scriptures as well. 
Uh, also, if you uh, have never gone to our website, I invite you to do that at luada.org, L-O-U-A-D-A.org. I believe that uh, there is many things on there, many, many, many free resources. And you can sign up for our newsletter. You can uh, connect with us on all of our social media networks. Uh, you can uh, listen to previous uh, radio shows, TV shows, and find out where we're going to be and where, when things air. I invite you to do that. And I want to say, as always, thank you so much for giving and helping us to continue to preach the gospel so that others can know the truth and be free. And uh, it, when you partner with us, when you give, you partake of that fruit. You, just as much as I do, you're a partaker of the reward of that truth, of that fruit. And you also are a partaker of the anointing upon this ministry because you become a part of it by your giving and your prayer for us. So we're so thankful. We're so grateful. We appreciate it. So if you have never given or you would like to give again, you can go to our website, lureta.org, and you can go to the donate button or you can call our prayer line. Thank you so much today for being with us. We'll see you next week. Love you guys.